Come in, take a seat, and join us at the table for episode one of Famished, a Mr. and Mrs. podcast where we talk about memorable meals, their origins, why food is so great, and more. I'm Mr. Walker Todd, and I'm joined by... Mrs. Walker Todd. And we're recording this in the midst of these strange times, when we're all stuck at home, so we thought we'd kick the show off with Takeaway. <coughs> Ellie. Yes. What is Takeaway? <laughs> for the uninitiated. <laughs> If you don't know what takeaway is, I feel like there's something wrong yeah, with you. Yeah, what's going on? Don't listen to the podcast. Go eat some takeaway. <laughs> yeah. um, takeaway is basically where you buy some food that you don't intend to eat in their establishment and you're going to eat it somewhere else. Yeah, usually squirrel it away at home or at a friend's house, right? Yeah. Yeah. It gets you through uni. It gets you through <laughs> those like long work days when you come home and you just can't be asked. It is the perfect remedy to so many things, I think. So it many situations. It is. Um, it originated in Pompeii. Really? Yeah. Rip. <laughs> they had some... Uh... That's some great ideas, just didn't didn't last long. But giant, hey, that's no. that's their enduring legacy is Pompeii. Exactly. <laughs> they had uh, giant, giant vats that they would sell food from, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm. When they were doing all their archaeological digging, mm. they found all of them. Wow. Yeah. How did they know it was takeaway food and not just like bacon? I don't know. Or, They're like... really smart. <laughs> Hello, we're not archaeologists. <laughs> I don't know. Science and stuff, right? Um. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't really realise how old it was. Mm. Um, and also, mm-hmm. it then went on to be in Aztec marketplaces, mostly selling drinks. I mean, my history is so bad. Did Pompeii happen before the Aztecs? Oh my God, I don't know. Okay. We're clearly highlighting our ability. <laughs> <laughs> we researched really well before We researched show. so well. So, we spent yeah. so much time researching. But okay, so Pompeii... That empire, like that, that civilization yeah. got wiped out, but enduring was yeah. takeaway. Then the Aztecs, they had food yeah. markets. Yeah, most, but they sold stuff that was, you could eat it there and then. Okay. So lots kind of, of tamales, lots of drinks. So kind of like street food. Yeah, than, basically street food. Which I guess has like interwoven ties with takeaway in the modern yeah. sense. And then it moved to America. Of course. Where there was a gazillion types of takeaway. And then in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Fish and chips hit the scene here. Oh, dang. In case you couldn't tell, we are British. (laughs) So fish and chips is kind of our takeaway, our go-to. And the hamburger came out in America about the same time. Oh, really? Right. So they are kind of like the foil to each other. Yes. Nice. Okay. What's your preferred takeaway? Let's start with those two, actually. Hamburger or fish and chips? 100% fish and chips. I do not understand people who order a hamburger and chips. We were having this conversation the other day. Because I'm like... When it gets to you, is it not soggy? <laughs> no one wants and a soggy a bit, burger. A bit tepid. Yeah. I don't want that. No. Nah. That doesn't sound nice. Fish and chips, steaming hot, absolutely delicious. Although there are some very specific conditions as to which you must eat fish and chips. I think are these specific to like anyone who orders fish and chips or specific to you, my wife? <laughs> I hope it's anyone because otherwise they're doing it wrong. But... Ideally, you should be having fish and chips by the sea. Okay, that makes sense. And it needs to be on a slightly wintry day, but the sun is shining. Which in the UK is most of the time anyway. Yes. So you so kind of get So when you open your packet, mm-hmm. steam lifts up. That's like the best moment. Okay, so you need to see the steam you of fish and chips. You need to see the steam. Okay. You also need to have a gherkin. <laughs> okay. You also need to have tartar sauce. And okay. you also need to have the most ridiculous amount of vinegar and salt on your chips. Yeah, I'm not okay with the vinegar. I can get more with pretty much everything else, but the level of vinegar on chips is not... 
for me. Well, I've realised it's a way to make you not eat my chips if I get fish and <laughs> chips. True. Is that I just why? Cover it in vinegar. Did you and just you used don't to, eat it? Did you not put vinegar on your chips until I came along? <laughs> and then you were like, "It's the only way no, I can no. defend my chips." Always, always. always okay. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, I don't know what my favourite takeaway is. What I period? I don't know if it is fish and chips. That's a big question. I think, I think takeaway does vary massively by mood, like by circumstances, mood and circumstances, mm-hmm. like. How are you feeling? If it is, you know, as I was saying, you know, like you've had a long day and you just want to get home. And just, I think the least fuss is probably high on the list of priorities. Also, so, sometimes I look at how long it is until it's going to get to me. I mean, massively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll come on to this, but the, the takeaway game as well has changed tremendously, not just in these current times, but like over the last few years. Like, <gasps> since the I'm 90s. loving in the current times because it means you have a takeaway fairy that leaves things on your doorstep and rings the doorbell <laughs> and runs away. Yeah, the, the tooth fairy is really <laughs> old school. Now it's all about the takeaway fairy. It really is. <laughs> But yeah, I think maybe mm, stuff like Chinese, if you're going for like the, what the traditional takeaways were like fish and chips, pizza, Chinese, Indian, Indian. maybe Thai, which is a bit more kind of new age, yeah. I'd say. Um, of those four or five, I think I think Chinese is probably the least fuss, depending on what you order. Like I'm picturing Yeah, but what, what's the most tasty? Well, the taste is, again, it varies because like sometimes you want a nice, dirty pizza. Sometimes you want delicious, you know... Rogan Josh or something. Okay, let's think about it this way. If you okay. could only order one type of takeaway oh, no, for the rest of your life, what would it be? What would it be? Um, one type of... Like, just a cuisine? Yeah. Or then I think I'd have to go with, like, Indian food because there's so much variety there. There's meat and veggie dishes. There's, you know, all of the poppadoms and the naans and there's so much variety so in that collection of stuff. And, yeah... Absolutely incredible. So I think, yeah, if I had to choose one, it would be Indian cuisine. Second and closely, I think, by Chinese, because I do love certain Chinese dishes. But You're a freak. You love Singapore noodles. I it's love... the only thing you order. I don't understand. <laughs> There's no variety. <laughs> Singapore noodles is uh, all of the food in Chinese food in one dish. <laughs> I don't think that necessarily means it's good. No, I think it's great. I like, think I it like means it. it's not authentic and it's grotesque. I, like, why are there so many bits of meat in there that don't go together? There's <laughs> prawns, and then there's chicken, and then there's pork, pork and, and then there's, there's maybe beef. beef. Yeah, no. and it's spicy, and no. it's oh, so good. And it's good. dry. Like, yeah. where's the sauce? Like glass noodles. Oh man, magic. magic. Rank, 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 rank. What's your favorite Chinese dish? Ooh. No sides. You can't say prawn toast or prawn crackers or anything like that. Like your main dish. Main dish. Mm. This is the thing. I don't think I have one. I mean, I love crispy chili beef. I love sweet and sour. If I'm going to get Chinese, I have to be in like a mood for something dirty. I don't want like, I don't know, steamed fish. (laughs) Can I just clarify? Wrapped in a banana leaf. Is there ever a mood where anyone goes, "Mm, I fancy takeaway, like a lovely salad. Like no one... (laughs) (laughs) People order salad as takeaway. Okay, maybe now they do, but that was never the, like... Who are you? (laughs) We're talking about the origins of Chinese, uh, of takeaway, but... The origins of, like, in our <laughs> lifetime takeaway is so different to how takeaway is perceived now, I think. It's quite funny because, as a nation, we definitely argue between Chinese, Indian, and fish and chips as the top three. They're like the trifecta. Yeah. yeah. No one seems to be able to choose which is number one. Well, pizza. I mean, pizza's in there, too. Pizza's not in there. Really? No. What, in the takeaway? Well, is it kind of seen differently? Like, what, what do you mean when you I say don't. that? It's not. It's not featured in that top three. Wow. It's not there. Fish and chips is above pizza. Yeah. That's mind-blowing. I don't think that that is. Really? Yeah. I mean, 
Fish and chips feels quite old school to me. Although people do get upset because I think within the ranking, like hamburgers and sushi and stuff comes above pies. And obviously pie and mash originated in the UK. Mm-hmm. So I think people get a bit upset about that. So fish and <laughs> chips wasn't... I think people get upset that fish and chips isn't number one. I think you, you're upset that it's not number one. I'm surprised. Yeah. But yeah. I do love Indian. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> What's the best fish and chips you've had, though? I just want to say the jingling you might be able to hear in the background <laughs> isn't either of us. It's one of our cats, Bree, who has just decided to, you know, as we're recording, of course, make herself present. And of course, we have cats with uh, food names. Food names. Yeah, we have Bree, and then her her younger but bigger, cuddlier brother is Cheddar. The so two cheeses. The two cheeses. You can uh, check them out on uh, Instagram. Under the two cheeses, but yeah, they definitely are. Um, if if our credentials aren't aren't enough, just in their own right of us just being food lovers, like we named our cats after food, <laughs> and that came after a long list of like other names, which were all I think I counted. We had like forty five pairs of names, yeah, all food related, which we'd put together ages ago. We didn't own the cats, like I we were nowhere near. We'd been the dating cats. for like two years, I think, and yeah, we didn't have a house together no. or had never lived together or anything. We just were making sure we were on the same page. Yeah, and I think yeah, the food pairing names were were pretty pretty significant there. Exactly. It was a good it was a good uh, indicator, I think, yeah. <laughs> that we were we were on the same page. But yeah, so that was Brie. You might hear cheddar jingle around at some point as well. Um, Side dishes. Do you order them? Always, always. Pick a cuisine. Chinese. Prawn crackers, prawn toast. I'm loving the prawn theme. I mean, Crispy seaweed. Nah, I don't know. With that magic dust on it. What is the that? The dust is magic. I don't love the seaweed. Personal preference. No judgment, whoever does. Fish and chips. Fish and chips aside, the gherkin, you already mentioned it. That is aside. That's true. Yeah. I'm not sure about pickled egg. I think that's a bit weird. Pickled onion is quite popular as well. It's not also, my bag. I heavily judge people who order fish cakes when you order fish and chips. It's, <laughs> not, it's not okay. Although, when I went mm. to Tynemouth with mm. one of my fabulous northern friends... Mm-hmm. Uh, she took me for fish and chips there, which was a whole other experience. Why? And we regularly argue about which is better. Okay. Because they get these like crispy bits, which is like all these bits of batter that have broken off that they then sprinkle on the top of your chips. Magic. There's curry sauce, which everybody knows. Yeah. But then they also serve stotty, which is a bread roll. Now, she found this hilarious. We were sat in a restaurant eating fish and chips, which I realise goes against everything that I just said. Um, I you weren't in control of the situation. I wasn't in control of the situation. Um, and I watched with my mouth wide open this family proceed to eat their fish and chips with all of the regular sides and then a plate stacked high with buttered stotty bread. Now, this is basically like a bread roll. And I was very judgmental about it. And then my friend encouraged me to have one. And oh my goodness, it was brilliant. But I put chips in it because she told me that's what to do. So you made it a stotty chip butty. Yeah, which you then have with your cod. Or is it called a chip stotty? I'm not sure. Oh my goodness, no. Whatever. It's just too much. What? But what is it? Is it like a scone? Like a scone? I don't know. No, it's like a slightly chewier white bread roll that's particularly floury. Okay. It's nice. Okay. But that's a lot of carbs. I mean, it is the North. It's the North. I mean, that's kind of like their signature Trip. thing in the cuisine. But their stuff up there is bloody delicious in time. And they do this amazing curry sauce that's just incredibly epic. It's like a proper, proper curry sauce. Yeah. I tried to order curry sauce here. It was a bit green. I wasn't sure what was happening. Right. 
No. No. <laughs> I was surprised you actually brought up the time with fish and chips because our main effing experience and, and one of your like the perfect um, examples of fish and chips that you showed me was in the Isle of Wight, which I mean, is right off the south coast of the UK. They are winning at life. It's a different experience. So you go to the end of this beautiful pier yeah. on this little small cove and they catch fish twice a day and then they just do fish and chips with the fish that they catch. Mm. And then they have homemade variations of mayonnaise creamy dips so they sometimes have tartar sauce but sometimes it is like magic lemon mayonnaise oh yes 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 very good the portions are a bit smaller but the freshness is next level well i remember we went and then we had rock salmon which is actually shark i believe or something so good um but they literally like their fish and chip their chippy was over it was like built into a pier And the boat came in underneath the pier and then they just haul the fish out the boat into the chippy and it was like, so it was the freshest, freshest fish and chips ever and it was Uh, Side note, we will post details of all of these places. So if you want to go, you can go check them out. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, we'll put them, I don't know, Twitter? Do we have a Twitter? I don't know what we have. We'll make a Twitter if we don't have one already. Um, Fish and chips, I think we have have covered our, I think our our love for fish and chips is definitely... (laughs) You don't even like fish. I don't like fish that much, but I will appreciate a decent fish and chips. Yeah. And you know I will. Like, and that, that one in the Isle of Wight does stick out in my mind because it was so delicious. And we had onion rings as well, which were pretty good. Yeah. I think, have you been in the sea? Yeah. I mean, if you can have a swim as well. A swim in the cold sea. You're winning at life. And then you wrap a towel around you and then you order some fish and chips and they're mm-hmm. steaming in the cold and you eat them on the beach. Yeah. And maybe you have a Mars bar. <laughs> I don't know. So specific. Childhood so memory. specific. I don't think this is just how all Brits eat it, by the way. If you're not British, this is just how my wife eats chips <laughs> and requests that it is served. Um, what's your earliest memory of pizza? Earliest memory of pizza? Mm, if you can think of one. Or has pizza always been? It is a forever and a constant in your life. I was not a massive lover of pizza when I was younger. I've definitely grown to like it a lot more now. Mm. I, my most earliest memory is making pizza with my mum. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Do you know what you made? What toppings? Uh, various vegetables and we'd put some passata on the base nice, and nice. some mozzarella. Hand stretched dough base. Maybe some salami. You didn't buy a pizza base, you made the base as well. Yeah, yeah. My mum was all about making from scratch. That's commendable. In fact, we never really got takeaway. Which I think is why I probably love takeaway so much now because I felt slightly deprived as a child. I mean, I've always seen it as a treat. I remember, I feel yeah, like for sure. as a kid, I, I associate it with like sleepovers and stuff. Like I never really, I don't think we ever really ordered it on it's the not regular. That cheap. It's not that cheap, no. And yet the nation, regu- like most households will order takeaway once a week. Once a week? Yeah, once that a week. That is high. Wow. But, um... Weirdly, I think maybe because of like the movies I watched as a kid or whatever, like Pizza Hut, the old like nineties Pizza Hut stuff, like true marketing. and Friends and Friends. Do they always eat pizza? Oh my god, really? Joey eats pizza twenty four seven, and then they always get Chinese takeaway <laughs> in those magic boxes, which don't, we don't get here. Yeah, they're like it's nice, so like tall boxes. With but the pop those boxes it. were actually invented in America anyway. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, I think they just know. made it cool and trendy. Yeah, they did for sure. But uh, yeah, I think. In terms of ordering takeaway pizza, the crown, at least in the UK, and I'd say it's probably true in the US too, has moved 
Like I think mm. I think Pizza Hut was the go to. Who holds the crown now? I personally think Domino's holds the crown. I'm pretty sure they Some do. people vie for Papa John's, but nah. It's... I've never had one. Ah, uh, they're fine. Isn't it deep dish? I think they do deep dish. I'm not sure if they're all deep dish. Um, but Domino's, oh my god! But when it's the dip, right? It's the dip. It's the dip. It's, it's the, the dip. chive and whatever dip. I mean, the, who knows what is in that? Because garlic and herb. It doesn't taste like a chive. <laughs> it doesn't taste like whatever it says it is. But I don't it is even magic. know. Does it taste like garlic? No, but it just tastes magic. Yeah. And oh boy. And the one dip that you get with the pizza is never enough. Yeah. You need to get the extra large. Well, I didn't realise when we, I think, like, not last time, but like one of the times we ordered Domino's recently, it was the first time I'd ordered additional, the special additional dip. And I thought it was just going to be another one of the sausages that they put in the lid. But it was like five times the size. <laughs> it was like a vat and we still finished it. Yeah. It was horrendous, but wonderful. Um, there's also a difference with you talking about making pizza versus ordering pizza. I think that massively affects what goes on it. Not just because of what you can afford or what you've bought, but the preference of the flavouring. So, like, you know, much to your own disdain, I love, like, a meaty, meaty takeaway pizza with, like, you... all of the meats. Kind of like Singapore noodles, just all the meats. It's so upsetting. <laughs> There's no, like, one coherent, delicious selection of flavours. It's like all of these flavours just mushed into one. Oh, no, they're so good. No. You, just, you pick them all out as you're nibbling away. It's oh, amazing. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> But then, you know, we made pizza the other day and I was all down for a full veggie setup. And we did like, what did we do? We did a, a caramelized onion and buffalo mozzarella pizza. With truffle oil and mushrooms. It's so bougie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did a, uh, it was, what was it? It was cheddar with mozzarella, uh, no, cheddar with peppers. Yeah. Uh, was there any, any other veg? Shallots. Shallots, that was nice. And then dollops of green pesto. Oh, yeah. That was so good. But um, there is something also about ordering, like, an artisanal pizza. That's a new thing, I think. That's what I'm saying. Like, with the, the, the face of takeaway has changed. Like, the, the, the state of the... We will definitely do a shout-out to our favourite artisanal pizza place from Box Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Box so Park in Croydon. I think it's called Aranciana or something like that. We'll put but a yeah, link. We'll put a link somewhere. Um, yeah. Uh, a, I like when you get the takeaway places now that do the kind of rectangular pizzas. Yeah. I dig that. Actually, other memory as a child of mm. pizza is the only takeaway that my mum would ever entertain. Which was what? Was fancy as fuck pizza <laughs> from, what's it called, Forreza? Oh, yeah, the chain. It's humongous. Isn't it like order by the meter or something? Yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Considering she is a woman who does not eat vast quantities, it never made any sense. But I think it was just because she was like, this is a very nice, very nice takeaway. It's a very nice takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> what were you getting? I'm guessing not just pepperoni. Pizza with egg on. Oh, uh, egg on a pizza is... With, like, spinach and goat's cheese. I think egg on a pizza is the new pineapple on a pizza. Like, I think it's, like, a bit of a divisive thing. Like, yeah. A, how do you feel about pineapple on a pizza? Not good. Never? No. Not even with ham? No. Fair enough. I'm right there with you. <laughs> uh, just settling. And then egg on a pizza, yay or nay? I guess yay. 100% yay. Like, you were on board with your mum's decision to have egg on a pizza. Yeah, although she'd never really order anything particularly meaty. Not that I love your level, but, like, some pepperoni or parma ham or something. Well, it upsets me that you just want a pepperoni pizza. Like, it's a classic topic. I want to taste the delicious pepperoni. I don't want some beef and some chicken in my mouth at the Mm, same time. Yum, 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 yum. Just please. (laughs) But, yeah, pepperoni is good, too. I don't know why. Pepperoni makes me want stuffed crust as well. 
All of these. I well. never liked stuffed crust. It was never gooey. Like I no, no. It was like I basically chewy, stretchy. Wanted cheese fondue inside a crust. That is not and what stuffed crust is. It is. No, it's very disappointing. <laughs> I remember my godmother actually when I was a child. She heated up some stuffed crust pizzas. And they were disgusting because she hadn't heated them enough. So the cheese in the crust was just solid. Yeah, yeah, I've had that. <laughs> no. Uh, we should also add, being food lovers, we are respectful that Italian pizza actually from <laughs> Italy is a completely different beast. And I'm sure we'll do an episode on that separately down the line. But, we yeah. regularly say to each other how upset we are that we've not been to Italy together. Yeah, it's, we've both been to Italy and I, I I maintain that the best pizza I ever, ever had was there. Yeah, same, in Rome. <laughs> right, and I had mine in Florence, but yeah. Again, with the Rome one, I can give you the link because the amount of my mates who have gone, oh, I'm going to Rome, do you have any recommendations for food places? I've been like, here, yes, this here one. and here and here. And yeah. <laughs> it was just all food. Yeah. A lot of our holidays are all food. Yeah, we create food Google Maps lists. Yeah, I've now shared them with friends who have been like, I'm going here, I'll just show you my list of restaurants. Yeah. Um, Okay, fish and chips, pizza. We have kind of talked about Chinese as well. Indian. Indian. Go! This is a tough one. Okay, You having Indian family members Mm. and having some Indian heritage yourself, Mm. and me having lived in India for a while, Mm. I am very fussy about Indian food. (laughs) And so... You say this, I know the one thing. As long as it's got an egg in it. (laughs) (laughs) Egg curry is the best, but no one seems to be able to make it here except for his auntie, so... Yeah, true. I've given up on that. But Indian takeaway, I mean, fetch him tandoori, which is near your parents' house. That's magic. Yeah, very good. Very good Indian food. Guess what that is? Huh? Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, I basically, if you order a korma mm. from an Indian place and mm. it's got some sort of desiccated coconut in it and yeah. it tastes sweet, you've gone wrong. You've gone wrong. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Any kind of like lamb dish is always heavenly. I don't like it too fatty. Yeah, fair. You also don't like meat on the bone, but traditional curries... It's not I don't like meat on the bone. I'm just completely inept at severing (laughs) meat from the bone to the point where I feel like I'm at Edward Scissorhands and I just can't, like, manipulate It's incredibly entertaining to watch. Yeah, I am am a 30-year-old man with inability (laughs) to cleave meat from bone. I have to just have either boneless or genuinely ask you to do i know it's brilliant I, yeah. I just watch him for a bit and then i go you watch me suffer do you want me to cut it for you and sometimes you do give in and you're like yes yes please. i think sometimes most, you're like determined most of the time yeah you just won't pick it up and eat it with your hands i don't understand anyway yeah and also indian takeaway is all about the sides yeah and not just the sides but the sauces i think that's particularly important like Very true. the mango chutney the oh, yes. although mango chutney is not meant to actually be eaten with curry it's meant yeah, to be eaten me at the end of your meal with poppadoms almost like i guess a palate cleanser mm. also the mango chutney you get in india it's like full-on strips of slightly Ooh. dried mango that's kind of a bit chewy so you kind of suck the the sauce off of it and then you chew the mango and you eat your poppadoms that with it and it's amazing heaven sounds incredible yeah, it's all about the sauces. It's all about the bhajis. Yeah, yeah. Or pakora, whichever you want to call it. I mean, bhajis for me. Virtually sure it's the same thing. I picture pakoras that are kind of flatter, almost like um, 
like Rosti's, but made... It is literally onion in batter. I know it's the same kind of ingredients, but the form, I'd actually prefer the balls, onion, bhaji, like the spheres of... Like and if you can get a jalebi for mm. the end, you know the twirly whirly sweets. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them making them. It's amazing. They like they squeeze it out into like boiling oil. Yeah, and it becomes yeah, like a like a Catherine wheel sort of shape, a spiral of this sweet, golden, golden crunchy gloriousness, sticky thing. It's basically pure sugar. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of Indian sweets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of of jalebis and the like, but I, I appreciate them. And the craft yeah. that goes into making them. And it's all about the breads. Although I must say I'm not a naan nan naan fan. I'm I, I love I love a good plain naan actually. If it's like cooked right and it's got a nice char to it, because you're gonna dip it in all sorts of fun Why sauces. Why haven't you put garlic on that? Oh yeah, but but <laughs> but hold on. The benefit is that you can let like it becomes increasingly complex. A vessel. A vessel, yes. A vessel for sauces and, and, and also you can dip and mop up your curry on your plate. True, true. Amazing. But also the fact that there is a garlic naan. I like a keema naan and a pashwari naan. You know, the one with the coconut inside, yeah, one with the, the meat inside. Bits. I really like those. Not everyone does, but I For really like those. For me, it's all about paratha or paratha, however you like to say mm. it. It's basically like a flatbread kind of puff pastry magic situation. And you just tear it. And it's like having a form of Indian croissant with your curry. And it is so <laughs> good. It's not something that I think... Uh, you get as readily in takeaway Indian, but what is that? I know it's a good Indian if they have it on the menu. Oh, really? But if it turns up and it's like a chapati, failure. Never order <laughs> failure. from them again. <laughs> failure. <laughs> What's the stuff there with the chickpeas and the tamarind and yogurt? That ooh, dish. Ooh, ooh. Uh, puri. Is that puri? Yes. Love puri. Don't feel it's a staple of takeaway Indian. No. More Indian got, restaurant. Yeah, good Indian restaurant. Yeah. Dal. You've got to have dal. Yeah. It's, it's just a staple. It must go with Plain curry doll, and rice. Or like a spice doll or what? I mean, they're all different and every place has a different style. So what are the like three staple things you order in an Indian takeaway? If you can think of three. Onion bhajis, yeah. a curry, mm-hmm. a dal. Mm-hmm. I realise I'm going to go over three and paratha if they have it. Which curry though? I think you have... Some, Usually know, lamb. Yeah, I know you try a lot of different like things. Like a lamb some... or jalfrezi mm. or madras. Yeah. Those are like the more common ones. But I do tend to look at the chef specials. And if they've got something oh, yeah. I've not heard of and I read the description, I think that tastes good, then I'll order it. Yeah. I, I've moved away from kormas. I think because yeah. I've had too many bad kormas. When I was younger, it was all about a korma. korma. Whereas now I'm like... It's no. a good entry level curry because it's zero spice True. and it's like zero risk and it's still delicious. And it's zero like, risk. You know... Certain people we know can't handle any spice and that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think nowadays I love a tandoori, which is always an odd one because it's dry. Mm, but I love tandoori. Like I like the char on the... With raita. Yeah, with raita, yeah. I love a, I love a, yeah, a nice kind of beautifully charred tandoori chicken. Perfect. It's a lighter version of an Indian takeaway if you order that with like rice and a raita and mm. some sort of dal or something. By the way, for those of you who don't know, raita is basically like yogurt and cucumber mixed together. Yeah, kind of like, um, what's the Greek equivalent? There's like tzatziki. A, yeah, yeah. kind of like tzatziki, but Indian. Yeah. Yeah. So we've covered fish and chips, pizza, Chinese and Indian. Is there anything else we need to cover in this conversation about takeaway? That I don't... the people need to know about? The people... What do the people need to know about? No, I don't think so. I think maybe you and I need to take away the fact that we need to try a burger and chips takeaway. We're both a bit 
wary of that. Deliveroo, that's their number one dish yeah. that they deliver. Shockingly from Byron. Of all the burger places you could order takeaway, I don't think that would be the first. I but we'll like talk Byron. about burgers in another episode. Yeah. I guess we should briefly talk about the fact that, obviously, with the global pandemic and the current state of affairs, with society being locked in, yeah, the shift in... in Business is booming. Business is booming for takeaway, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, do you have a... a are you brand loyal to Deliveroo, Uber Eats, Just Eat, or any of the other ones in the UK? Absolutely not. However, I do think that the sort of smaller places, the more like one-offs rather than massive chains also feature on Deliveroo, whereas they don't on others. Yeah. But Deliveroo does also have like your massive chains mm, like mm, mm. Wagamama's, Pizza Express, which are hugely popular. Yeah. By the way, we're not sponsored by anyone to mention the names. We just... No, no. I just was fascinated because Pizza Express and Wagamama's are like their top ordered from... Really? I know. I would order from places that I don't readily want to travel to or are just not accessible to me. Exactly. What are you ordering from Wagamama's that's a takeaway? I just, I, w- I would only ever order noodle soup in there. Funny enough, we've talked about four main cuisines of takeaway. Oh my goodness, we uh, haven't covered. We haven't covered miso. And I'm not talking about the dish specifically. I'm talking about a particular restaurant. It's technically a chain, but there's only like three of them, all in like kind of the south of London. Um, it was our favourite, favourite, favourite go-to takeaway place in Croydon. And it was... The Cronks. The Cronks. And uh, it was taken from us. It was taken from us. I think we need to just have a moment of silence to mourn the loss of Miso. Which is great podcasting. Shh. Okay, that's too much silence for the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Japanese takeaway. Japanese Which takeaway. Which is not a thing that people really think of, I think. But it was so comforting. Like, mm. you and I would be absolutely knackered after a full week of work and... This is what we would go to. We would message each other, are you on your way home or whatever? And then it was either, can you pick up miso on your way home? <laughs> yeah. Or shall we get a miso tonight? Yeah. And we would pretty much order the same thing every single time. Yeah, because it what was it? It was, let's say, like wonton soup, effectively? Well, or? you had wonton, I'd have chicken. Yeah, but it was like a, a broth... With like a noodle base. Yep. And then, yeah, I'd have wontons, which usually had prawn in or maybe pork, I think. think. Uh, Or I think it was a mix. And then, yeah, the chicken one was... So comforting. It always arrived with prawn crackers and some sweet chili sauce. Yeah. It wasn't super, like, super flavoursome. It wasn't like a punchy flavour. No, no. It's very delicate. But it was really, yeah, as you say, comforting, I think, was the thing it was for. It felt more traditional as well because it wasn't full of, like, ridiculous, like, over-seasoning or anything like that. Yeah, Wagamama's is ridiculous. I love Wagamama's. Yeah, but try and find that dish in the country that it originates from. It's not there. (laughs) Nothing tastes like it. It's fusion. Okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah. You will soon learn that uh, Todd is very much into fusion and I'm probably much more of a traditionalist about food. You are definitely a traditionalist, (laughs) yeah, period. But yeah, um, I... Yeah, I, I respect for Miso and Japanese takeaway. It's the unsung hero of the takeaway world, I'd say. Miso, we're really upset that you've left us. Yeah, please come back to us. Please. <laughs> You've been replaced by Mexican. Oh, yeah, Tex-Mex. No. Controversial. I mean, to be fair, we haven't given it a go. We should probably try it out, but mm. I'm still caught up by the fact mm. that Miso's left us. Mm. <laughs> Skeptical humming. Takeaway. Done. Done. Covered. Uh, reach out to us on social and tell us what you think is the best takeaway and why. That would be interesting to find out. What yeah, would think. be. Let us know. Yeah. 
Um, and all the links to everything we've talked about, if it's specific places to eat, etc., etc., will be... In the episode description or on yeah. Twitter or somewhere. Insta. Yeah. You we, can follow us. Famish Family on Instagram. Where we will also do other posts. Yeah, so uh, the Instagram's already live, despite this being episode one. We've already posted a few things of places we've dined in the past. And what the show really, we're hoping it to become once the lockdown is lifted and everyone kind of can return to normal, is that it's sort of like a half restaurant review where we just tell you about the amazing stuff that we've had at a certain place Mm because we like to eat out when we can and we can afford it. And then also a bit of background on maybe the restaurant or the dish or the ingredient that makes that so special. Yeah. Um, Obviously, takeaway was an obvious one to kick off with because everyone's stuck at home. 100%. Yeah. So hopefully you enjoyed listening. We enjoyed making this for you, cooking this up for episode one. But yeah, please tune in. I think we're going to do the show every two weeks is the the approximate aim right now. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, So yeah, join us for episode two very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay safe. Look after yourself. Stay healthy. Yeah, that too. Don't eat too much takeaway. Uh, Don't go within two meters of people. (laughs) Yeah, that too. True. Very helpful. People seem to be forgetting that right now. Yeah. Uh, I've been Mr. Walker Todd. And I've been Mrs. Walker Todd. Thanks for joining us at the Famish Table, and don't forget, always leave room for more. <laughs>